You're talking to the Rolex wearing, diamond ring wearing, kiss stealing, woo, wheeling, dealing, limousine riding, jet flying, we son of a gun. Live. We are live. Oh, yeah, we got a lot, a lot to talk about today. We got a lot to talk about. People want to know what's really going on. So we got a little bit of crazy and a little bit of serious. We got a little bit of crazy and a little bit of serious. Let me just make sure the stream is working. It's very important. This is important stuff that we got to talk about. So what was you doing last night when the story came out about Earl Thomas? Thanos. There are some things in that police report that they don't want you to know about. There's a couple of things that they don't want you to know about. You're not going to see it in the police report. But that's okay, because I got it for you. Thanos. For those of you who don't know, the short version of the story is Earl Thomas, Baltimore Ravens, former Seattle Seahawks, got in an argument with his wife, called up the Snapchat hoes. His brother came and got him. They got an Airbnb because, you know, they were trying to use, you know, CIA type of measures. Tried to have a trap house. The Airbnb is like the trap house now. That's old school. So they get the Airbnb with Snapchat hoes, right? But for whatever reason, well, I know the reason. She was able to get into his Snapchat. And if you have Snapchat and all these other apps, they have your location on it. So she found a location, called up the, the posse. It was uh, uh, his brother Seth's wife or ex-wife. They can't roll up in there with Glock and some knives, bust down the door, catch him and his brother buck naked, bang bros, right? She pulls the gun out. Now, she says that she wanted to scare him, so she took the clip out, but still had one in the chamber. And it was, you know, putting it on, you know, set it off style. And he was buck naked. They wrestled for the gun. She starts chasing him with a knife. And then the cops come. Lucky they wasn't shot because you know the cops kill everybody. If you're black, the cops kill everybody. <laughs> so that, that, that's in general what happened. So but as soon as this happened, you know what happened. Then people start hitting me up. They're like, Rob, you don't know the, the real story. I said, there's a real story? They said, you don't know the real story, Rob. I said, well, what's the real story? Tell me the real story then. Now, normally... I wouldn't get into this type of stuff because it's none of my business. You know, if you want to go out and cheat and all that stuff, that's your business, right? That, that That's your business. You know what I'm saying? It did happen. Okay, it happened. Let, let's just, let's just, it happened. The cops literally saw her, him chasing. She had the gun chasing him with a knife. It happened. And Earl backed up the story. It happened. Look, I understand. If you're going to read the lawyer's statement, the lawyer has like a, 5,000 word statement, but none of the statements didn't say, didn't deny the fact that she put the gun to his head. <laughs> none of the statements denied that. All the statements talked about was her working with Michelle Obama. And I'm going to get to that in a minute. So I said, what's happening? What's really happening? What's going on here? What's, what's not in the police report? So I, I was told by a source, Thanos, that all these problems actually started at the Super Bowl. Now we know the Super Bowl was in Miami, South Beach, King, Queens of the IG models, okay? 
You know what I'm saying? King and Queens are the IG models. Florida, South Beach, Miami. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that, that statement was something else. Come to find out that Earl left his lady at home with the kids. <laughs> he left his lady at home with the kids while he had to go do business at the Super Bowl. So he did his business at the Super Bowl, but it wasn't just NFL business. Thanos. According to a couple of people, my guy Earl didn't just have one IG model. He had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight <laughs> IG models every single day to this day. And eight IG models in Miami. Now, this is not one person telling me this. It's multiple people, you know, telling me this. Not one, but eight. Several people have said. And here's the thing. It wasn't like we was, people were sneaking in the bushes and looking at them with the eight IG models. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't like, you know, it wasn't like somebody was taking pictures like high in the sky or anything. Like four or five people told me this. So it, it was out in the open. So he just had the girls at the parties and he was just having them a good time while wifey was at home with the kids. Now, obviously, when you at a when you at a an event like the Super Bowl, right? There's gonna be other NFL, NBA, whatever, MLB wives there. Oh, okay. Thought I heard something. Ooh, I heard something. Uh and there's going to be other NFL wives and everything there. So what ended up happening was the, the, the information got back to wifey. And she wasn't happy about it. But, you know, before the Rona, you have an argument. You can leave. You can move freely. You can say that you had interviews and all of this stuff. Unfortunately, with the Rona, now you just all together all the time. Every single time. So your girl, but boy Earl in the house drinking at because he can't do anything, can't work, you can't really work out, can't do no team things, can't really hang out with anybody, just sitting there with his wife every single day doing the Roma, taking some shots, just getting fed up. And that's when, you know, it uh, reached a crescendo, as they say. Thanos. That's when he called his brother. Now, from word on the street is his brother is just like this. His brother basically gets girls by saying, you know, he's Earl Thomas' brother. You know those brothers and the friends and the hanger-ons. You're like, hey, they get kind of the leftovers. They don't get, like, the high-end Snapchat girls. They get, like, the middle level just by saying that they Earl. I uh, The theory is is that Earl's brother wanted to set it up but the only way to get it to work was to get Earl to come. Like the girls wasn't really with just Seth Thomas. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? They weren't just with Seth Thomas. Now, if you bring Earl, then we'll hang out at the Airbnb. You know what I'm saying? They they wasn't just cool just with hanging out with Earl Thomas's brother. Now, if they could get Earl, then that's a totally different story. So his brother was happy. <laughs> Brother's like, I come swoop you up. No problem. <laughs> I come swoop you up. I got these Snapchat girls. They want to see us and everything. I don't even know if Earl really even wanted to do it. Earl just, 
Look, did you see Earl's face on the Instagram? The, the man's hair, like we all got you look, we all got we all got bad, you know, Rona hair and everything. Man hair's all over the place. He looks depressed. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He he, he looks he looks he's tired and everything. So yeah. You know what I'm saying? So so he just probably was like, whatever, I'd do it. It's not a big deal. They got the Airbnb. Now, you got to understand, you know, you know, your ladies are like the FBI, like the CIA. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So you can't, she, this is, listen, somebody that busts in the door with a gun and and knives and threaten to shoot people, that you just don't, that just don't happen like in one day. Nobody snaps like that. What that means is, and if you read her statement from the lawyer, basically what the lawyer was saying was, listen. Our client has been with Earl Thomas since high school, through the Legion of Boom, through all of this stuff. You know what I'm saying? She's been with him through thick and thin, through injuries, has his kids, and all of this stuff. She's the victim because he decided to go with the Snapchat girls. That's what this the, the, is saying. It's saying that we should treat her like a victim. Now, listen. You can't just be putting guns up to people's head and, and, and trying to stab them with knives and stuff. I mean, you can't really. I mean, I understand, but let, let's. They made us seem like she was Mother Teresa. All the, they put all the charity work that she did. She hung out with Michelle Obama. She got all the wives together, you know, in, in, in Baltimore. And I tell you something, people that know Earl are surprised by this. All of them are sitting back with their coffee, like, mm hmm. Mm hmm. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So they made her, she Mother Teresa. And honestly, let's be honest. If we can, can we be honest? It's a double standard. We know it's a double standard, right? You know, girls slashing people and pointing guns and all of that stuff. The jokes get, you know, off or whatever. Obviously, when Earl went on Instagram and was like, hey, something don't happen. Don't be surprised. Pray for me. They thought he had Ray Reister. You know, so if the situations were reversed and she was cheating and he busted in with a gun and his boys and beat up some dudes or whatever, he'd be out the league. Let's let's just be honest. It's a double standard. It's, it's a double. It's, I don't know. I can't tell you how to you know deal with that, but it's a double standard. It just it is what it is. It just is what it is. Girls stabbing and shooting and doing all of this stuff. That's never gonna be looked at. It's always gonna look at as funny. As opposed to if a man did it, he he out the league. When when he did that Instagram, people said he's gone. He's out the league. People hit me up like he did Ray Rice, did he beat her? Did he hit her? Did she? So all of this, that honestly, that's what made it worse for him. He kind of set it up, and then it was something totally different, and people just lost their minds. Yeah, he did a good job not putting his hands or anything on her or doing anything like that. So yeah, he got to deal with the jokes. Yeah, he got to deal with the embarrassment, but uh, at least he he don't he can still collect his check. No, he's not gonna get cut or anything. Like he's not gonna get suspended. You don't get suspended for somebody putting a gun at you. So I mean, you gotta look at a glass half full. So so that that's that's pretty much the story. And you know, here's the thing. Now, now that you've done all this, I hope he's gotten all of his cheating out of his system because he can't cheat anymore. I mean, he can't cheat after this, right? You, you just can't. I mean, he, he, he can't even have a cup of coffee with someone. Fiji. Right, it's better to take the jokes. 
I know he's embarrassed right now, and it just, but look, I, it's much better than to to take the jokes and have your freedom than you know you getting the pimp walk and being suspended and losing millions of dollars and all of that stuff. She's gonna stay with him. They're working it out. I mean, because somebody pulls a gun out on you, obviously they love you. You know, nobody's kicking. I think it, I think it would be worse if she knew that he was cheating and just was like, hey, whatever. Let me just go run up his credit card. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Let me just run up his credit card. There, there's some like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, if if you get caught cheating and your girl is like, you know something? You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to spend this money. Or I'm going to kick down the door and pull out the hammer. Like, one of those is a different type of love. <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, I know it's, you, know, you don't want to get shot and everything, but you understand what I'm saying, right? She definitely does. She dresses like somebody's crazy. I don't know if she's Latina or whatever, but yeah, she, she's crazy. But it's a different type of tub of love. But he can't cheat anymore. He like he like remember when Tiger Woods couldn't cheat for like a couple of years? He's stuck. So he's about to stay in the house now. What can he do? He, he, there's nothing he can do now. So I hope it was worth it. I hope the Snapchat girls were worth it because this is it. Hope he had a good time at the Super Bowl because who um, you just can't, you know, he can't go anywhere. I don't think I don't think there's gonna be any charges. I really don't. I don't think he pressed charges. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't. I don't think there's gonna be any charges. I, I know he's not gonna press charges. I mean, maybe the snap. If listen, I give it maybe. Give it. Give it. Maybe 24 hours. The Snapchat girls may pop up, and when the Snapchat girls pop up, they gonna want some money, or they gonna say they want charges, or they gonna say, "Hey, here's our Instagram or something." They gonna try to cash out. Unless they just don't want their name in the media, it's possible. But they may they they may try to cash out. You may you may see that shortly. Down. Oh yeah, she's crazy, crazy. Whitlock. Jason Whitlock is trending, right? Jason Whitlock is trending because he called out LeBron James. For LeBron speaking out about that, uh, the black guy that that the, the white supremacists executed in the middle of the day for jogging, right? And a lot of people have been hitting me up about what do you guys say about Whitlock? What do you guys say about Whitlock? Are you gonna say something about Whitlock? Are you gonna speak on Whitlock? What about Whitlock? All these people are are talking about Whitlock, 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 Whitlock. Okay, let me tell you something. I gotta take a deep breath for this because I know this is hard, but with someone like Jason Whitlock, right? The best way to handle him is silence. And what I mean by that is when someone is shucking and jiving, when someone is cooning, right? At that point, they don't care anymore about anything besides the attention. You know, there's no, it's like Trump, right? Like, if you're engaging with Trump, it doesn't matter if it's a lie, if it's the truth, or whatever. He just wants the engagement, right? Remember what I talked to you guys about how if athletes respond, in the end, the media person always wins because that's attention that comes back upon them. And it's, it doesn't matter if it's Candace Owens, if it's Tommy Loren, it doesn't matter, you know, whatever. If think about it like this, if Whitlock didn't say these weird things, right? If he didn't say these cool things, right? Would you be talking about him? Would you be thinking about him? 
Would you care about anything that he had to say? Is he talented in any way that will say, huh, I want to I hear what Jason Whitlock says on something normal? You know what I'm saying? Like, that, this, is his, this is his thing. It, it's a setup. It's literally a setup. He knows. He's, he's not dumb, so let me put it like that. He knows if he quotes tweet under LeBron with that, what's going to happen? You know what I'm saying? He knows. So it's not like he's ignorant to it. Because let me tell you what he did. He said it, and then he disappeared for like six hours. He went and got his hooker or whatever he went to go do and just let let all that attention come to him. Probably muted the tweet. And then he goes into the office, or well, not the office no more because of the Rona, but he, he goes in and he tells his, his, his producer or whatever, look, I'm trending. I'm trending on Twitter. So let's talk. All right, we got we got to start back up. We got to start back up. I got a phone call. I don't know why I get the phone call. Yeah, man. Hold on, we got to start back up. I don't understand how... I don't understand how if I put the phone, right? <laughs> if I put the phone on silent, right? Put the phone on silent. I put the I put the the, the iPhone on silent. Says don't bother me and everything. Phone calls still get through. I, I don't understand it. I'm gonna have to call who Steve who not Steve Jobs. He's dead. Bill Gates. Who who the hell is the, in charge of Apple? Who's in charge of Apple? Whoever's in charge of Apple, stop that. That's the reason that I take all the stuff off. Tim Cook, damn, I'm right in the middle of what I'm trying to say. <laughs> anyway, like I was saying, it's trap. Whitlock, at this point, is so detached from reality, right? I put it, that's what I'm saying, I put it on Do Not Disturb, and the call keeps getting through. That's why I got to call Tim Cook. Whitlock is so detached from everything. We this this is his, This is how Whitlock makes money. He makes money being the black guy that talks bad about black people. That's the job, okay? That's how he makes his money. That's the reason that he he can have his installed hairline and the hookers. That's how he makes the money. The only way that works, though, is if people give him attention, right? So I understand. I understand everybody wants to go out there and call him Coon and Sambo and all of this other stuff. I understand it. Trust me. I, I see it, too, right? But you have to suck out the oxygen it, until his employers see that whatever he's saying is not making a ripple, then they're going to keep letting him do what he do. Because he can go and have trending on, on, on Twitter. Let's talk about the thing. I can get us a rating. It's, it's no different from Clay Travis or Will Kane or Tommy Loren or anybody, right? Those type of people, the only way to get rid of them is to not give them attention. If he tweeted that about LeBron and he got five retweets, and the and the only people that was talking about it was MAGA and patting them on the back, then at that point, he becomes irrelevant. He becomes irrelevant. Have you ever had someone that, like, really dislikes you or hates you or just is a hater or whatever, and they always talking to you, but you never talk back to them? You just choke them out. You just choke the oxygen out because you don't care. You, you got to choke the oxygen out. So when I saw it, 
I saw it just like everybody else saw it. But then I see, like, there's no reason that Whitlock name should be trending and not the, 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 the young man that got his life taken. You know what I'm saying? Whitlock's name should not be above the young man that got his life taken. That's a problem. Now, the fact that Whitlock can use a young brother getting murdered in the streets, you know what I'm saying, for his own personal gain is sick. Don't get me wrong. It's sick. And just like everybody else, it makes me angry as well. You know what I'm saying? But I know what he's trying to do. I know that he doesn't care. So if I tweet Whitlock 15 times, cursing him out and calling him names and all that, it's not helping me. It's only helping him. It's only helping him. It's only getting him paid. So I, I called on, I know, I, look, I, I seen what everybody said. I seen the articles written and everything. All it does is give him life. All it does is, is make him more relevant. You know, it's, 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 well, no, he got, he had, Whitlock has the hookers. So, so that's what he has. It's, listen, it's what Colin Cowherd told me like a long time ago. I was, I was at ESPN for something. I don't remember. Back when he was at ESPN. And they're like, you can talk to Colin Cowherd before we go on our tour or whatever. So I was talking to Colin Cowherd and I asked him because about the John Wall stuff. Cause I told him, I said, Hey man, I ain't like the John Wall stuff. And he was like, yeah, I understand. Like, he's like, I'm just trying to be provocative. I didn't realize, you know, that it can come off as racial, whatever. I mean, it's, that's a whole nother conversation. But in the end, I said, well, why, why'd you, you know, if you, if taking that, if I took that at face value, why would you just want to say something to be provocative? And Colin Cowherd looked me dead in the eye and he said, listen, he said, he said, it, 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 if you have a radio show, at that time, he just had a radio show. He said, it doesn't matter if they hate you. Or if they love you. All that matters is if they listen. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? All, 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 all it matters is if they listen. All that matters is the ratings. All that matters is 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 the attention. And he said, my babe, hey, come in and say hi. <laughs> come come say hi, babe. Come on. Come on. Just say you don't have to show your face, just say hello. Just tell them uh -huh. if you ever left if you ever play for Uh-huh. You gonna show? You gonna shoot me? I got something for these folks. <laughs> My wife definitely would shoot me. <laughs> of course I would. You said no, I, I wouldn't shoot you. What would I do? You'd stab me. Yeah, I would stab you. You'd stab me. I would totally get stabbed. Well, see, I don't go nowhere, so you don't have to worry about me. And you shouldn't go anywhere. I'm just gonna stay here right now. <laughs> All right, see you for lunch, okay? I love you too. Bye. <laughs> yeah. She definitely would kill me. No, without question. <laughs> without question, she would kill me. Uh, yeah, without question. Anyway, what was I saying? So, Colin Cowherd was like, listen. <clears throat> yeah, that's her, that's her from my um, engagement shoot. <laughs> See? We had an engagement shoot at San Francisco uh, City Hall. And that's from the, uh, that's from the engagement shoot. That's from the engagement shoot. It's, it's from the honeymoon. When we're on a honeymoon. <laughs> we got a bunch of honeymoon pictures. But anyway. <laughs> um, Kyle Kyle was like, they don't care. All they care about is, are you listening? Or do you care? Are you listening? And people like Jason Whitlock, they just take that to a, a, an extreme. It, it, it's, that's all it is. He doesn't care about black people. 
He doesn't care about the what. Let me tell you. Let me give you in the mindset of Jason Whitlock. Jason Whitlock has helped a few people. Okay, he feels like if he's helping a few people here and there, that everything's okay. But in general, he doesn't care about what's going on in the world. He doesn't care about that because checks big. When your check gets big enough, then you start um, you start losing your grasp on reality. All right, and the check got bigger when he started talking about black people. It's as simple as that. It's as simple as that feature. <coughs> I almost died. <laughs> With that wrong pipe. <coughs> you guys will have to call the ambulance. Woo. <coughs> Fiji. Anywho, like I said. So, yeah, FS1 doesn't have greatest ratings, right? But they need content. I don't know why. They got a lot of money. And they just blow it. Like, I, I haven't watched the episode of Whitlock and Marcellus, like, pretty much ever. Like, for a very, very, very long time. I mean, I, I, I can't watch the coon. <laughs> I really can't. I don't, that's my thing. Choke it out. I don't support it. See, to me, that's what always get me about people about first take. Like, I hate first take. I hate Stephen A. I hate Matt. But you watch. I've never watched anything that I didn't like. Like, I see a clip. If I see a clip and it's interesting, then, you know, I write about it. Right, but I don't. You can't give life to something that you don't like. Thanos, you know. So when I see him, I see him trending. It's you know. I just wish people would not would not do it. You know what I'm saying? I'm looking at some of the, just the, you know, Matt Barnes and, and all of these other people, uh, Mike Hill. Uh, I mean, all these people are, uh, are talking about them. And all it does is, and look, listen, listen, I just saw this. Look, I want, I want to read this title to you guys. And, and I don't want you guys to go click the link because I don't want you to give them any, any pub. But I'm just going to read the title to you, okay? Black sports journalist Jason Whitlock was targeted by leftists for disagreeing with LeBron James, who claimed African Americans literally hunted every day. So, Infowars, you, if, as a black man, right, do you really want to be the head of Infowars? You know what I'm saying? Like, if you look at Infowars and um, those other kind of crazy, what's that other site? I can't think of it, right? I'm like the enemy. <laughs> They're like, black sports online is. Said this about Sage Steele and said this. About, I want to be. If I'm the enemy of the racist websites, then I know I'm doing something wrong. If I'm their friend, if they're like saying, hey, these people are attacking me, that's not good. It, it does, it's not good. I tell people all the time, look, I don't expect everybody to like me, but I don't understand why you follow me or why you watch or how you know what I'm doing or how many click, how many pages you got, the next pages you got to go through if you don't like me. Because I, I wouldn't know if I didn't like you. Because I, I wouldn't be paying attention. I just really wouldn't be paying attention. So, I knew what Whitlock was doing. I mean, when's the last time that you actually talked about Jason Whitlock? And the only reason I'm talking about it on the live stream is because it, on the live stream, you can't, you don't really, I can't give them, I'm not giving them any pub. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I talk about it on Twitter, people will be like, ooh, what is he tweeting about? And so, you know, that's a different thing. So I talk about this stuff on the live stream 
because it's video and I can just talk to people and let people know what the point is and hopefully they listen to it and then they understand why they shouldn't do it. If the next time he says something, nobody said anything, I guarantee you his bosses would be like, he may have, you know, he may not be useful anymore. But when you get, they got like three or four brothers that come on the show to talk bad about LeBron or Colin Kaepernick or whatever. That's gold for Fox. That's gold. If you, I always say, if you can, you know, you know what? Have you ever seen the movie Glory with like Denzel Washington, right? You seen the movie Glory with Denzel Washington, right? Is he? Yeah, I think he's in it. And, uh, and Ferris Bueller, uh, Matthew Broderick. At the end of the movie, right? <laughs> they put all the black people on the front line, right? Because they need to take the shots first, right? So that's what a, a Whitlock is. Whitlock is a guy, right, that white racist people put on the front line to make them feel better about being racist. Because if Whitlock says LeBron is X, Y, and Z for talking about black people being murdered, they can say, how can I be racist? Your own black person said it. I hate, I hate that with a passion. I hate with a passion when something happens and they use Stephen A. Smith or they use Jason Whitlock as the black representative. We need somebody black who agrees with us, the racist. So we're going to make them be the black representative. He's the shield for racist white people. That, that, that bothers me so much. <laughs> the shield for racist white people. We need a black person, so let's call Jason Whitlock. We know he'll be sympathetic to our cause. Right? He'll be sympathetic to what we're trying to do. Nobody's calling me to go on Fox News. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, no one calls me to go on Fox News. Because they already know what I'm going to say. You see who they put on Fox News. They, I, I tell people, if you are a black person that talks about black people, you will always have a job in media. You will always have a job in media. There will always be a place for you. You know why? Because 90% of media are white people. So you have to assume that if 90% of the media are white people, then a lot of those white people are probably MAGA. So they're going to be looking for black people that are sympathetic you know, to them, to their cause. That was Will Kane. That's why I got love for Max Kellerman. Max Kellerman knew what was up. Like we gotta, we gotta bring in Will Kane for the MAGA audience. Like you're just supposed to be talking about sports. You know, you shouldn't need a, you shouldn't have to bring in a, a ringer to talk for MAGA for talk for the racist people. You know what I'm saying? Every once in a while, they they let they let Stephen A. Smith go out there. When when it's the NFL, they they let Stephen A. Smith be the mark. I don't know if Stephen A. even know that he's being used like that. Remember with the Kaepernick workout thing? They manipulate him sometimes. The people that they can't manipulate, they fire. <laughs> Those people don't come back on the show. He may know. I don't know. Like I said, someday Stephen A. is good. Someday Stephen A., I don't know. I don't know. Like So I don't know. If, I, I don't know. So it just depends on the day. It's not like Whitlock where it's every single day. And Marcellus was every single day. <laughs> every single day. 
I, yeah, I can't stand fence center either. You gotta like take a side. Like you gotta take a side and just go where it go. Um, I mean, Shannon is normally pretty much on point. They let Shannon say what he's he gonna say. I, you know, I, I don't, you know, it's interesting about Skip. Skip will say all of the crazy sports takes, but normally when it comes to race stuff, he he he's on our side, which is why I don't it doesn't really concern me about what he's just talking crazy about LeBron the player, you know. But I doubt you would ever see Skip come on 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 on, on TV and say if LeBron was talking about a black man being murdered, saying LeBron shouldn't do that. That that's not gonna happen. That's not gonna happen. Well, I mean, it's the same reason why a black anything doesn't doesn't exist. Here's you know what you know what you want to know the honest reason you want to know the honest reason why a black sports empire doesn't exist. I've been doing this for fifteen years, right? Fifteen years, and I'm one of the biggest independent black websites in the country, right? Black on, 100%, right? Never gotten a call from Oprah. <laughs> Never gotten a call from TV One. Never gotten a call from BET. Never got a call from people that run Boss Up and all of this stuff. Never got a call from any of them. Never. Not one call. Not one call, not one email. You know what I'm saying? Not, not one call, not one email. Not from BT, not from TV One, not from the own network. You wouldn't think all of these other, all these networks that are owned by black people, or at least about black people, that who really don't cover sports. To be honest with you, they're not good at it. When's the last time you seen BT cover something sports related? When's the last time you seen Oprah do anything on the own network? You, who, what does Tyler Perry have? You know what I'm saying? I mean, I've gotten a call for Tyler Perry. Why haven't I been put in the Medea movie? Never gotten a call from them. Now, I've gotten a call from, from, from Revolt. Never got a call from Puff Daddy or Revolt. I've been to their conferences a couple of times. Was it, was it Vice? I never got that. Now, I have gotten calls from a bunch of white networks, a bunch of white-owned media empires. Quite asking me, you know, how can I help? What can I do? And everything. You know what I'm saying? Nope. Never got a call from the Breakfast Club. Nope. Nope. I remember one time the Breakfast Club used my one of my stories. And I said, you know what would be, um, I hit them up on email. I said, you know, you guys use my stories a lot. Uh, it would be ideal, you know, if you just call me on, I can kind of clarify because you guys have absolutely no idea about sports. You don't know what you're talking about. Never got an email back. Nope. You go not nope, not TV one. Nope. None of them. None of them. None of them. They have these round tables and stuff. Never heard from. NABJ? Act like I don't exist. I don't I I can't tell you. Well, a lot of times we don't help our own. I try to help our own. I put our own people store it, it, you know, on. <laughs> I do my best to put other people on and try to get them jobs, but nobody ever calls me, really. You know what I'm saying? Nobody calls. Now, that's the thing. I don't need them to call me. I'm fine. <laughs> but when I do get opportunities, shit, I, I get the BBC calls me. <laughs> I get international opportunities. 
It's odd that the BBC calls me. If something goes down and with black people, it's the BBC. It's, hey, we call Rob. He come on and do it. Talk about it. The BBC. But nobody, not my own people. NABJ is like a, they just, they just want to party. They want to steal your money and party. You know what I'm saying? They just want to steal your money and party. If I was, if I, if, if, if Barstool is a good example, right? Barstool had a lot of support. They have a lot of people that's throwing money at them, letting them expand. Nope, never happens for me. And I don't say that. You see, there's no bitterness or anything in my voice. You, somebody asked a question. They said, why? Why? Imagine doing all of this more or less by yourself like I have and actually having some people behind you. I haven't, where's, where's, uh, what's it, uh, not, uh, what does LeBron got, the Undisputed and all of that? Never heard from, never heard from him. I heard from him when they want to promote something. When something wants to be promoted, then I, I get a call. You know, hey, we're doing an, another episode of The Shop. Or, hey, uh, Kevin Durant's doing the boardroom. You know what I'm saying? And all that stuff. Then, then I, I get a call. Hey, the, un, the undefeated is doing a roundtable on black quarterbacks where half of the people on the roundtable says, hey, I don't want to talk about black quarterbacks. <laughs> then, I, then I get a call. I get a call then. I get a call with, hey, Revolt is holding their conference. It's $600 to attend. Can you help promote it? I, I get a call then. When they need something promoted, I, I get a call. But investments and, and media empires and all of that stuff, you know, I don't get no calls for that. I don't get any calls for that. All of the people, and that's crazy that even though I sit here and I talk about how the industry is dominated by white people, to be perfectly honest with you, the people that have helped me the most, because they're not, every white person is not a bad white person, but the people that have helped me the most throughout my career have been white people, <laughs> which is which is ass backwards if you think about it. Really? You think about it. Why, why would, why would, out of all people, right, <laughs> Harvey from TMZ, Harvey from TMZ would be the one that says, hey, we're going to put you on a sports debate show. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that shouldn't happen before somebody else should have come to it. Right. It was, it, there would be no BSO if it wasn't for two white ladies, uh, uh, Diane and, um, now forget the other girl's name, right quick. They're the ones that was like, hey, we think BSO has some potential to actually make some money if you want to do it full time. Here we give you an advance. They gave me an advance. I had I didn't even know if I was still working at the call center. They said we I said I can't stop working at the call center. They're like, we give you an advance. Now back then, this is like 2011 or 2010, maybe 2009 or something. They're like, we give you an advance three thousand dollars a month. And then you can have anything on top of that. Back then, I was like, shit. I wasn't, I wasn't making I wasn't making that at the call center. That's two white ladies. That's true. So yeah, you go to NABJ, so it's a big party. It's a big party. And I've been to a lot of conferences. And normally conferences, uh, media conferences, they don't charge you five, six, they don't charge you for brunch. <laughs> 
They don't charge you to go to church. Everything is not a charge, 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 charge. We're black. We already got a struggle. These are young kids that don't have a lot of money. Where's all this money going? And I always say, and this is no knock on the people that 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 do like the panels and all of this stuff. Right? I'm like, you have to understand, right? If you are a young journalist, right, you need to know about the struggle, right? <laughs> okay, you need to know how to be. You need to know how to hustle. You need to know how to be slick. You need to know the ins and outs to get in this business. If you put five people from ESPN on a panel, it's like putting like Drake and Kanye uh, on a music panel and telling people, you know, this is, you know, like it's, it's, you know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's a disconnect. It's like if you're trying to help people, you got to, you got to show them how people come up from the dirt. You got to have a balance. You can't just have a bunch of stuff. Like they had, um, What's what's uh, the the black lady from the Apprentice? Uh, that, that was that was that was uh, Trump's black lady. What was what was her name? Um, uh, um, that Amarosa. What the hell is Amarosa doing at a journalism convention? They had Charles Barkley. Now Charles Barkley is famous. I get that, but what can Charles Barkley tell you about becoming a journalist? Charles Barkley is a journalist because he was a good basketball player. That's it. We not playing in the NBA. That's not helping. I don't understand. That doesn't help. I mean, Charles Barkley is, you know, racial issues is a little iffy anyway. So some of the things that they do doesn't really make any sense to me. You know, like, I don't understand. What is Amarosa? How is Amarosa going to help? They had some people that, um... And some people from like I think the Real Housewives or something like it just it doesn't make any sense. It's frustrating to me, right? But I'm okay, you know, going it along. But I, I've told people that before. I said it's odd, it's odd over all of these years, right? And I do better than all of them, and they have all of this money, but no calls for me. That's why one day I'm cash out and you're not going to see me anymore. <laughs> yeah, so that's just how it's going to be. But that's why. Here's the thing about white people. If you want me to give some a credit to white people, this is why I give something about white people. Even racist white people, right? White people, regardless, stick together, okay? Right? They stick together. Even if they don't like other white people, they still will stick together. They are very unified in whatever's going on. It doesn't matter if it's racist. It doesn't even matter if it makes sense. It doesn't even matter if it's wrong or right. Whatever it is, they're unified. <laughs> right or wrong, they are together. Right? They don't like to admit stuff is wrong. They know Trump is a train wreck, but they'd rather have a train wreck Trump than a black president or a woman president. They stay unified. Now, I think one of the reasons that black people aren't as unified is because we've been beaten down for 300 years. I get that. It's hard to be unified when you've been beaten into the ground financially, educational, all of these other things. It's hard to be unified when you don't have a lot of hope, right? I get that. But we're not unified, so it's hard for us to... It's, it's like a team. Like a team can have all the talent in the world, 
Like black people have all the talent in the world, but we're a team that don't get along. We don't get along with each other. We have the we have people like Whitlock and, and all these other people. We're not a team. We're not we're not a team. If we were a team, they couldn't stop us because we have all the talent. But we got people, we got people going to get you won't see white people out there acting like Whitlock toward black people. You won't see white people acting like the diamond and silk or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Black people on a team. And there are times that for whatever reason, we like to bring down each other. And all that does is just help the white person. We do the work for them, basically. You know what I'm saying? We do the work for them. I was telling my writer the other day, he did the story about Derek Brown, right? Remember Derek Brown and the baby mama? <laughs> and remember everybody got mad at me about that? I said, let's think about this. Um, let's think about this logically, right? They saw me call a white girl a baby mama. So what happened? White media, okay? <laughs> white media decided to jump on that to try to mess up my credibility. <laughs> so to, to blind you from the stuff that I was saying about racial injustice, be it in the draft or be it with them. Trying to blind you. So all these black people are like, ha ha, Rob, they finally got robbed. They finally got robbed. I never liked Rob anyway. All I called was the girl was a baby mom, right? And they jumped on me. Therefore, making you try to ignore all of the other stuff that I've been doing. That's what I mean when I say that we don't help each other. Like, you don't have to like me, right? I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that I need you to like me. You don't have to like BSO. There's a lot of people that I don't like, right? But if in, in, in the totality of it all, if they are doing good things for black people, you're not going to see me just jump on them for, no, for whatever reason. I'm not going to pile on them. I'm not going to pile on because I can. Because I could go after them. You don't see me going after black people just randomly, even if I don't like them. You never see that from me. There's a lot of black people I don't like. A lot of black media people I don't like. A lot of them are trash. Straight trash. But I don't go after them because it's bad enough what we got to deal with anyway. So I'm not going to just add on to it. But that's what they like to see. People want to see you go down. Want to I saw a comment that like, I hope, you know what black people say a lot of times, and it's, it's the craziest thing to me. They say, I want to see him fail. I hope you fail. If a black, this is this is how sometimes black people, I don't know if we've been, I think we've been brainwashed. I don't know what it is, right? Have you ever seen a black person in general, right, just be happy about something, just in general? Like, let's say, Getting a car, right? Let's say a black person gets a car. Now he had to be a good car. Be like Nissan Altima or something, right? I mean, nothing wrong with a Nissan Altima. Black black person goes on social media and says, I'm so happy I got me a Nissan Altima, right? And if you ever look at the comments, why is it a Nissan? That's all you can get was a Nissan? Are oh, you out here flexing? 
Oh, it's just they, they got bad gas mileage. And da 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 da. You ever see that? Do you, do you see, or is it just me? Do, do you see that? I, I mean, that frustrates me. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just be like, hey, I got a new bag, or I got some new shoes, or whatever. Right? And they be like, oh, this, this, and this, this. Negative, 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 negative. Right? You, if, a, if a white girl gets a Nissan Altima, Becky and Karen are like, that's so great. Congratulations. I'm so happy for you. It's like we can't be happy about anything without just being dragged down. Or there's a, oh, you think you're better than everybody now. You think you're such and such. Da 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 da. Blah, blah, blah. And all of this. It's like, I, 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 you know what I'm saying? Like, he's like, you can't, you can't, you can't say anything. I remember somebody said something to me one time. They're like, I was saying such and such and such. They're like, how can you talk? You stay in, in Upland. It's Upland, California, which is like a, a suburb of uh, Northern California. I'm like, what does that mean? <laughs> what does that mean? And I, I never got, I never got the, I supposed to, to it, the only way I can be accepted is I have to still be in the hood or I have to be poor. Or I have to be this. Or I have to act like this. Like, I never got that. There's no there's no reason for that. I do. I live up in the mountains. The mountains are right, like, on the other side. And I have no problem with that. <laughs> but that that's, that's ideally, in, in an ideal world, everybody should just want to do whatever the hell they want to do. Right? If you want to live in the, with coyotes, go ahead and live in the coyote. Want to live by the beach? Live by the beach. You want to live in a condo in the city? Live in a condo. It, it, it's just a house. It's just an apartment or whatever. It doesn't matter. If you're happy, that's all that matters. And I think, it's like you said, we've been preconditioned and we've been brainwashed to think that we can't succeed. And if we succeed somehow, that means that all of a sudden we, we've left people behind and we're not real anymore. Black people are the only people, the only race that I've ever seen where the race itself is not just separated by the racist people, it's separated by black people as well. Now, maybe it happens in other countries, right? I don't know. I can only talk about America, right? But only in, in, in America, you can have a good black, a bad black, or an uppity black, a hood black, ratchet black, light-skinned girl, dark-skinned girl, mixed girl, uh, you, all of this other, all of this stuff. <laughs> Not just black. Like, nobody looks at 10 white people and say these are 10 different white people. It's just, it's a, they're just white. They're just white. The best you can get is like, she's a blonde and she's a brunette. That's about it. Nobody breaks them all down like a, like a, a defense. We're just black people. All different types of black people. There is no such thing as, uh, you know, uppity this and this and this. And here's the thing. The, the terminology is based off fallacies, right? If you're educated, somehow that makes you uppity. That makes no sense. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just because you're educated, oh, you must be one of them uppity Negroes. You got a college degree. That makes no sense. That makes that makes no sense. We, if you got dreads, you hood, you got tattoos, you this. Everything is a qualifier. 
Everything is a qualifier. You know what I'm saying? And like I said, it's been brainwashed. And then what happens is, is that you take this stuff and then people say that. That's why, that's why a lot of white people don't think they're racist, right? A lot of white people don't think they're racist because they have created these little boxes for black people, right? And they say Bill from their job and James from their church and, and, and Lisa uh, from their nail place, they like those black people. So, and they're friends with those black people, so they can't be racist. But then they watch on TV and they say, look at that nigga doing this. Look at that nigga doing that. That's the bad blacks. But then they're like, how can I be racist? I, me, and Lee, me and James from the, the go to the club. We go get drinks all the time. Now, James may not know that the white guy in, in the privacy of his own home is calling people niggas, but he is. Like, I look at my, I shouldn't have to. Like, I look at my neighbors all the time and I wonder. <laughs> like, they're all, a nice, they're all nice to me. Hey, how you doing? We're taking out the trash, blah, blah, blah. You know, they're, 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 they're reasonable people. They seem like nice enough people, but I don't know. I really don't know. And that's sad that you just can't, you just, you don't know because our society is so jacked up, you just don't know. And I just leave it with this. Fiji. You have a you have a right as a black person to be fearful in this country, right? There's no white guy that's jogging in a white neighborhood where three guy white guys with shotguns are gonna track them down and shoot them. That's just not gonna happen, right? It only happens to black people, okay? It only happens to black people. We it it's a scary proposition. It doesn't matter how much money you have, doesn't matter what education you got, whatever. You know what I'm saying? The only reason that we know about stuff, and here's the thing, I, I, I saw somebody talking about this, and it's true. A lot of people, like, oh my God, oh my God, like, no, this, this happens, this has been happening forever, pretty much. The difference is, thankfully, we have some smartphones and people are recording more, but this brother got killed in February, and we didn't know about it to May, and we would have never known about it if there wasn't a video. So that lets me know that there's a lot of brothers out there like that that's unfortunately six feet under and white people just running wild, just doing whatever. Like this, we are a country where a white person can literally shoot a black person, track them down like a dog, like an animal, and, would, and stand on top of their truck like Al, fucking Al, Al Qaeda and ISIS, track them down, shoot them, and walk away free. And let me tell you, if you ever want to realize how backwards our country is, if you don't already know, I want you to think about this, right? Happened in February. I want you to think about this. The, the DA or one of them people or whatever, they said when they initially decided not to ch charge the, the, the white guys, they said that based on the self-defense laws in Georgia, okay, the black man who tried to wrestle away the gun, they the white guy had a reasonable... Uh, self-defense excuse, right, for shooting the black guy because he was the aggressor. Now, I want you to think about that for a second, right? Think about self-defense, right? Think about self-defense. Now, you tell me, okay, you tell me who needs more defending, right? If I'm the singular black person that is jogging, not unarmed, not bothering anybody, 
and there's three white guys heavily armed with shotguns cutting me off in traffic, pointing their guns at me. Who is the one that needs defending, right? Who is the one that should be protected under the self-defense laws? Honestly, if he would have shot all three of them, he would have been, in my mind, justified. Because if somebody is tracking me in the middle of the day with a shotgun, and, and I'm trying to draw, jog around them, and they point the shotgun at me, I should be within my right to grab the shotgun and shoot them because I what the hell am I supposed to think? If any of you guys were jogging and somebody pulled out a gun on you and cornered you and tried to block you in with their vehicles, how in the hell are you the jogger, the aggressive one, the one that initiated the problem? It is Georgia. So you guys got to be careful. I've talked about that before. Like I'm uncomfortable even wearing the mask out. I really am. You got you got to be careful. We we you know they get away with this all the time. I saw I, I saw the guy to get shot on the live stream the other day in in Indianapolis. I just saw the, in L.A. I just saw the cop just punching some some dude for no reason at all. I'm looking at something here where a teenager in a stormtrooper outfit got guns pulled out. It happens every day. How are you a robbery? Uh, I don't like. I don't get upset. A ro robbery suspect. If if I, what type of criminal? Okay, what type of criminal says you know? So I'm going to rob people, but the way I'm going to do it is I'm going to run in the middle of the street in the middle of the day, broad daylight, where everybody can see me with my face out because I'm getting ready to rob a house in the middle of the day, where cameras are everywhere. What? what uh, and then he's going to get away with it. And they were going to get away with it. They still may get away with it. Because I don't trust grand juries. Remember, Darren, Darren Wilson got a million dollars for killing for killing uh, Michael Brown. They kill us and get paid. They kill us and get paid. A million dollars for killing a black boy right in the street. And you know his story was, was fake. But the DA was working with him. Just like I think the DA is going to be working with old boy. You think if that grand jury is all white, you think they're going to? Come on now. Just be ready. Come on now. Be ready. Don't, I mean, be ready. You got you got to be careful. Look, Michael Jordan told you. He said at that point in his, in his life, he only he cared about playing basketball. Look, like I, I think I talked about this. If you, if you, if you don't want to be an activist, that's fine. Just don't be against us. That that's really my issue. I don't, a lot of people don't care, honestly. And it's not my job to tell you if you should care about things or not care about things. Everybody got their own problems. Just don't be against us. Just don't say things and do things that make it harder on us, right? Like that's the problem with like the Whitlocks and everything. Like, okay, if you just want to, if you just getting your hookers. And all of this stuff, that's fine. I, I don't care about that. Don't don't make it hard on us. But some people, you know. Now see, Mike Mike Hill gonna end up losing his job. See, yeah, yeah, yeah. Be like, I'm looking at Mike Hill. Um, what he called? He called, I think he called Whitlock a cool. 
So, what did he say? Yeah, he, he's been he's been going off on Whitlock. He he yeah yeah. But see, that's the thing. Here's the thing about it though. Don't no, it's not it's not good because if Mike Hill loses his job and Whitlock keeps his job, that's not good. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That that's that's not good. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying that he he. He can't speak out. I don't want him to lose his job, though. I don't want anybody. I don't want any black man to lose his job because of Jason Whitlock. I talked to Whitlock about what, about four or five years ago, and I was talking about the undefeated and everything. And I wanted to know if he really actually believed some of the stuff that he said. And I, I, I think he does. I mean, they probably won't fire him because it would look bad if they fired him just for, but I, I'm just saying, don't, I don't want you to lose your job because of Jason Whitlock. It's not worth it. All that does is just make, makes him, he's from Kansas City. That's what I'm saying. It's not, not worth, like, I get it. Like, I understand. I'm not saying be silent. That's why I did the live stream. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying be silent. I'm saying don't let don't let Whitlock cost you money. You know what I'm saying? I thought he's from Kansas City. He said, I haven't said what I have to say. Mm. Mm. I mean, I get it. I mean, I, I I appreciate the fact that he works at FS1 or Fox and he wants to call him out because ESPN people won't do that. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it's, you know, some, here's the thing. I think, I, I hear what you're saying. Yeah, I'm saying me personally, I don't want the brother to lose his job over Whitlock. I, I think Whitlock's a piece of shit and that he, he, he's not worth it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> And, and and having a brother that is is being active and having him lose a voice that 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 is already not enough of us as it is. But I hear what you're saying. Sometimes you got trust me. I've lost a lot of money by speaking out. That's just what I've, I've lost a lot of money by speaking out. I, I totally get it. I totally get it. I just don't want. I wouldn't want him to lose his gig. Uh, for doing it. But then again, he ain't doing like the real housewives, so maybe he got a little backup money. <laughs> he ain't doing a little backup money, maybe. Uh, a little backup money. But once again, it's just giving him, it just gives him, it gives him the attention that he wants. Well, that's the opposite. You know what I'm saying? So, Say still can say whatever she wants. She says it about black people. If you say it about black people, then you can you you know you're okay. You're okay then. If you say it against black people, you know, yeah. You know. Yeah. Well, black lives do matter, even though nobody seems to care. I don't know how to care. 
Yeah, so we're like, he, he's having a whole conversation. He said he called it the pop. He called it. Mm. Mm. Well, this what this, this this what they need to do is they they need to find some of the hookers that Whitlock has. <laughs> that probably shut them up real quick. <laughs> yeah, Sage Sage is a terrible person. You know she's divorcing a white king. We talked about that before. Yeah, see, yeah, yeah, he's, he's just giving them all the energy. I mean, everybody's went off on him, not just Mike Hill. It's, everybody's went off on him. But I think that's what he wants. So I just think that you, you're giving him the energy that you want. If nobody said anything, I think that would that would piss him off more than anything else. Probably, I would. I mean, I know it's going to be uh, a white man, whoever she gets with again. I can tell you that. Or maybe she wants, you know, whatever. <laughs> Like I said, it's a trap. It, it's a trap. <laughs> now, I know it's hard not to fall in the trap, but she is. It, it's a trap. Whitlock is going every every verified person that's talking about is just helping Whitlock. I know it doesn't seem like this helping Whitlock, but it's helping Whitlock. Every every. Everything. First off, it 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 increases his MAGA fan base. I mean, he ain't got three hundred fifty thousand followers, right? It increase, and then all he's gonna say is, "Watch me on whatever the name of that show is," and I talk about it. And then people are gonna be mad. and They gonna watch, and it's just a it's just a cycle. It's just a cycle. I'm I'm not I'm, not, I'm just not getting into it. People keep DMing me and keep acting like they can just watch the live stream. I'm, I'm not. I'm not getting into it. I'm just not. Not on social media. Like I think. I think that's that's the problem. But that's the problem. It's so. It's 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 the trap of social media. Somebody even said it. I think somebody was probably listening. But it's, it's yeah. So he says the trap of Twitter and all social media is as follows. Jason Whitlock writes something disgusting. He doesn't intentionally know it will disgust people. We all then quote treat dunk on his fat ass for a day and he goes on TV to defend the disgusting remark. I mean, that's all it is. The, that further drives people to dunk on him, which makes him trend. Then he gets a message from his bosses saying, way to drive engagement this week. This guy must have been watching while I was doing this. The problem is twofold. This happens in politics and every other arena, including serious non-sports ones. The other problem is that social media has essentially replaced Newspapers and televisions as the country's largest publisher of news. So, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to read all of his tweets, but it's true. <laughs> it's true. So, yeah. Well, I don't know what else to say. I'm, I'm, I don't know what else to say. <laughs> I heard it all. I wish I had a better answer for you. But I know what it is. I know what's going on. You know, but I'll tell you the best way that uh, you can handle it is just not ignore. If you ignore it, it, if you squeeze the, like I said, just like a troll. I had to learn this. It's not like something like I just knew 
just uh, the, what I learned was is that when people are coming, I I tell my writers when people are coming at you like hard, or you know, or you just gotta ignore it. You gotta you have to ignore it, and it'll burn itself out. It's almost like the, it's like the Rona. It's 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 you know you know it's like the coronavirus is. If you stay in the house, you, you so you put your mask on, it'll burn itself out. But if you engage with it, you know, if you hard-headed, what all it's going to do is spread. Basically, Whitlock is the coronavirus, right? So if you engage with them, all you're doing is spreading, spreading the virus of Whitlock. So all you do doing, you're just spreading it. I'm not going to do it. I just, I'm just not. I'm going to watch the flash, and that's what I'm going to do. I'm not going to do it. Actually, I got to shoot TMZ, but I'm not going to do it because it's not helping anything. I'm not I'm not going to say anything that's any different than anybody else saying, you know, so, I mean, what's the point? I can't add anything that, that everybody doesn't know. Here's the, I, I hate, it's kind of like when they say, when, the, when Trump says something crazy and they say, I can't believe Trump said that. And I'm like, he's been saying these crazy stuff for like decades. Why are you surprised today? So why would you be surprised that Whitlock said this today? You wouldn't be. You shouldn't be. Yeah. I'm glad that Earl Thomas didn't get uh, killed. That's a serious situation. Uh, but since he didn't get killed, I, I would prefer unless we just stay with the the Snapchat. Uh, model stories. I, th I think those would be better. I really do. I just th stick to the stuff that's a little fun. Stick to, you know, people shooting their shot, only fans and all of this stuff. Let's stick to that. Stay away. Oh, man, I need a nap now. <laughs> I need a nap. Oh, man. Everybody just falling right into it. I don't know. I think everybody just wants attention. I don't know. I don't know. All right. So what's what today? Is today Thursday? All right. I don't know if I'm coming back tomorrow. Who knows? It's Friday. <laughs> Another week of the Rona. I tried though. Um, I got a couple of. Po I'll put this up on the podcast. Uh, I put a couple of podcasts up so you guys can listen to this over the weekend and, and everything. And uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe I. I don't know. Maybe I'll write a, a story about Whitlock. But just the trap part. What do you guys think? That maybe I should explain the trap part in a in a post. Does that still help him or not? I don't know. I just I really don't want to feed into it. But I feel like maybe even in a written form, it will help people. Like not so much talking about what he said about LeBron, but talk about how it's a trap. <laughs> I, I maybe I'll do that. I, I mean, I don't. Yeah, I, I, like I feel like I, there's. I'm trying to figure out if there's a way to get that point across without giving him any attention. Like maybe, maybe don't use his name in the title. <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that's what I'm saying, Bronze. Maybe just speak more on how some media people do this. Like the media trap. 
You know what I'm saying? So maybe I can, maybe, yeah, maybe I won't use his name. I like call, you know, maybe I just say the fat guy with uh, the, the, the fake, uh, the fake uh, box curl or whatever. I think about it, you know. Yeah, I, I think, I, I'm pretty sure I've written about this before. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, like it's not just Whitlock. It, it could be several different people. Maybe not make it Whitlock specific. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not make it. I don't know. I don't know. I may or may not do it. Because of the Earl Thomas story, we got a lot of traffic, so I do have time for like editorials and stuff like that. Sometimes when we don't have a lot of traffic, I got to do multiple stories to try to build up the traffic. But if one story just blows up, it's always like, it's a ton of traffic. That's why I can talk to you guys a little longer than I normally do because it, I woke up and it was already a quarter million you know, views on the site. So I don't know. maybe I do it. Maybe I won't. I don't know. I don't know. Well, I guess you guys will see. Oh, Michael Smith got his own company somewhere. I, I, in L.A. somewhere. I don't know what they actually do, but he got he got his own company somewhere. Um, yeah. So you might you might see it. You might not. Um, you might see a story. You might not see a story. But you'll find out sooner or later. I'm out. For the best in sports and sports entertainment, check out BlackSportsOnline.com and you can catch me, Robert Natal, Monday through Friday on TMZ Sports on FS1. Follow me on Twitter at BSO, Facebook Black Sports Online, Instagram, and YouTube BSOTV. I'm out.